welcome to the Saniac Podcast. We are live here for our War of the Worlds episode set. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> Guys, for our total uh, madness on. episode seven recap. <laughs> Need to morph into character. <laughs> what a great start. Uh, I'm Shawnee Suisa, and this is my awesome co-host, Zach Calhoun. Oh, hey. there we go. There we go. King Tony. Now, now, King we, Tony. now we have arrived. Oh my God. Yo. I mean, listen, do we talk about Survivor a little bit? Because I feel like we have to do a whole recap for that. Should we just get yeah, into it? Yeah, we got to do a whole bit? recap. I mean, yeah. We can do a couple okay. things. I can talk about how, uh, how much I'm really hating Michelle stands and, and, uh, Natalie oh, stands right now. Well, we can fight about that like full on because I hate people who are not giving Michelle fucking any credit right now. Well, she doesn't she, deserve credit, Shani. She She's did absolutely amazing. She made it to the final three in winners at war. Okay. She fucking killed it because she was, she was a zero vote finalist goat. She was, that's not why. That is, is actually not why. That is oh my not God. why. I'm, I don't want to fight you. We just started. No I'm why. like in a good mood. Cyrus <laughs> follow me on Instagram now. He's liking all my shit. And I don't I don't want to have to fight you. Oh, Zach. All right, we'll save it for our survivor recap, you guys. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I, if you guys did not watch um the emotional story that I put out on our Instagram, you guys should definitely check that out. It's basically me crying for about three hours yeah. watching Survivor um it definitely is if you guys want to watch shiny cry <laughs> yeah watch yeah. the the saniac uh, there was <laughs> a legitimate story. tear rolling down my face in one of those videos like it's hard to see slightly because it was dark but it literally was going from here to here i mean it was just the craziest thing and uh, just every moment there's was, a classic oh, God, um, so tears. there's like a classic commercial uh from way way back when where uh it's it's a, a native american or an indian as he was called back in the day and uh, he walks into a field and the field is covered in trash, right? It's all been polluted on. Aww. And then you just see a single tear come down from his eye. And it was uh, famously paranoid, uh, parodied <laughs> in uh, Wayne's World 2. Great mm. movie. See, guys, that was my tear. I would probably cry for a field of trash, too. That's so sad. Uh, really, Survivor Zach was... Cooper, oh, we're going to talk about my boy, Nelly. We're going to oh. talk about Nelly T. Oh, yeah, man. we are going to talk the about Nelly. Nelly. We T. are absolutely going to talk about Nelly. Oh, my God, Zach. You just, just enough. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys, this episode was basically all drama, but I think me and Zach both agreed that this was one of the best episodes of the season. Oh, this was easily the best episode. Oof, this season's been trash, amazing. and this was the best episode. No, this season hasn't been trash, and in fact, I've really liked this season. I think it's one of the best seasons we've had in recent history. In the past, what in the, the past fuck? five seasons, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We've had some shitty seasons, Zach. Yeah, we have, but... That's not a title that I would want to win. That's like that's like <laughs> people trying to say that Michelle deserved votes last night. Ay Michelle did. Faith. I actually really was hoping that Michelle was going to get at least one or two votes. Like at least one or two. Why? Or she did amazing in final tribal. I mean, honestly, no, it was she great. didn't. She yes, got she one did. Pity, she got one pity yes, question from her ex boyfriend. We don't know it how many hilarious. questions she got. It's a fucking edited TV show, She's Zach. On this there. podcast, we like to bring attention to the viewers, not <laughs> to look at the edit and to look past the edit. So why don't you take your own fucking advice, Zach? Because no, I, I think... I'm tr- look, 
You're getting me all fired up. I'm trying to write like my message to share on the Facebook pages. Oh my all right, God. Zach. All right, Zach, write your message to share on the Facebook pages. Everybody Talk to the here, people for a little bit. Everybody here knows I'm right, you guys. You all know I'm right. Michelle was awesome. If you don't think Michelle was awesome, then you probably don't think Casey Cooper deserved all those exile wins either. You're weird. Man, I'm just saying she's a strange bird. Do you not think that the way that she played from the bottom the whole time was so impressive? You guys, like if you think about the fact that being on the bottom is not always by choice or by strategy. Oftentimes there's a lot of fucking luck involved in these things. It was my failure. She Shut failed. Up. Shut up. And so being able to play from the bottom the entire time and to literally constantly be up against the wall. I don't understand how you can like someone like Ben's win when that's literally how he played and made it to the end. I never said I liked Ben's win. I, I swear you did. Get <laughs> out of here. Maybe I'm wrong, guys. Get out of right. here. But Ben's win was still pretty good when you look back at it in that respect. Look, like, like come on. And ben. she won two fucking immunity challenges. Like, are you kidding me? People underestimated her so much. She oh, came in yeah. and oh, smashed yeah. that three story challenge it was beautiful everybody was looking over to michelle to see what she was doing everybody they all wanted a little piece of that brain and they didn't even have it they didn't even have it two immunities two of those gorgeous necklaces around her fucking neck you know it was literally the funniest part of the whole season when michelle gave a 50 50 advantage to her biggest ally and then voted for him anyways because she thought that that would like keep her safe. And then he wasn't even the target of the vote. She wrote down her biggest ally's name yes, in yes, a vote has, he didn't go did home. She like made, a classic um, goat. Did it's? I mean, honestly, like remember when Natalie came back from people? the edge and Michelle was like, "Oh my God, Natalie, I'll do whatever you want. Drag me to the final, like a goat." Um, exactly no, no, that's absolutely she not did. what happened. She got dragged that's to the goat absolutely spot. not what happened. You're that's absolutely. She won two fucking immunities. Tell me how that's a goat. She got herself there. That is what? not goat. Goats can win immunity. That is not a goat. Oh my God. She literally the relied goat. the whole season on pregame alliances with Natalie, Jeremy, Nick, and No, Monday. she would no. She was hindered by pregame relationships that ended up screwing her over. And therefore she had to have she alliances was... with those people. Literally. Because everybody thought that she was already working with those people before. Hands down. Of anyone who made the merge and of just about wait, wait, anyone. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Are you criticizing pregame alliances? Because if you're telling me that Sarah and Tony did not work that shit up before the game and you are eating up their oh, alliance. they did. Of and course they so did. So then why are you criticizing, criticizing that? Yes, we did. You just I'm said that. the person you who said... had the most pregame alliances, who was clearly Michelle, she went down in flames. Clearly. How is that clearly? How is that clearly? Because name me one per like it's fucking obvious she was clicked up with a straw with four Clearly. people and she played with all of them at different points in the game and she was on the outs. So wait, 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 wait. Oh. You're telling me that somebody who gets to the final fucking three of a season with some of the with sorry with the best players Survivor has ever seen is a goat. It is happens a every goat? season. She was never a target. You're the one who's been saying that she was a target. She was often a target. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. They almost never said her name because she wasn't a threat to win because she consistently screwed up and played wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys. You might as well be arguing that Nora wasn't a goat last season. I don't think I watched last season. Or, Or that Skinny Ryan part two wasn't a goat on... On Ben's season. Whoa, this is whoa. Why do we have to bring Skinny Ryan into this? Why? This why? Is insane why? Right why? Now. Yeah, where the fuck are the noodles? I need something to throw. 
<laughs> Yo, <laughs> I still haven't written my thing. All right, Doug, Start write your thing stuff. and post. Come on. We need our viewer count to go up. Um, Robert says, when Shawnee talks fast, you know she's heated. And that is so factual. I cannot even explain. What, there's times when I talk so fast, I just completely mumble over all of my words. And then I can't even get my thoughts out. Can't even get my thoughts out. Uh, yeah. Okay, she was a target every tribal. She got written down more than anyone else there, did she not? And I completely agree with that. She was a fuck. She was on the chopping block all the time. She was constantly a target for everybody. I am just super impressed by Natalie's ability to come in and make a fucking stand when she got into the game, okay? She comes into the game and she, she, okay, destroys the major alliance that's been running the game since the fucking beginning oh my god since the fucking beginning actually buy into this she comes in she dismantles the whole shebang and she gets herself to the goddamn final three spot and this whole idea that she 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 had immunity the whole time worked for it Oh she my worked god! For it. She worked and for Boston it. Boston Rob! Boston Rob was the first person it. voted out. She worked ben for was it. the first person voted out and won their way back into the game through extinction. Everybody would be furious and nobody would Not be saying at how all. hard they were. Why would I? This Are you kidding stupid. me? If Boston Rob won She's every... If Boston stupid. Rob won every single thing at fucking Edge of Extinction and got all those damn fire tokens and won every single advantage or disadvantage or whatever the hell it was that she could throw into the game or that he could throw into the game, if he did all of that and he came back in the game and he got himself to final three, I would think that that's just as impressive. That is such a ridiculous storyline. She should have been... Nah. No. Everybody hated the edge <laughs> of extinction for two years. Oh my god. Who and cares what everybody did? If somebody until if everybody Anderson was jumping off a bridge, did you jump off a bridge boot. too, Zach? And then people wanted her to win. Despicable. People are telling me that Michelle. No, I, I don't. I don't I'm not upset with Tony winning. Don't get me wrong. I think he absolutely deserved the win for sure. But let's not get it twisted. Like what Natalie did was fucking impressive. That was impressive. Okay? No, it wasn't. Not, no, because not everybody who would come back from the edge had an idol. Not everybody had the money to buy an idol to buy that security. But Natalie did. Want to know why? Because she worked hard every single day that she was out there on the fucking edge of extinction. They ate nothing. <clears throat> Are you done, Shani? I'm you gonna make done? a couple comments and then we're gonna move on. I All right, fine. So here we go. We'll save for the survivor recap because we have a lot of challenge fans in here that are um obviously annoyed. You wanna know why you guys are annoyed? Because you don't watch the better show on TV. All right, go Zach. <laughs> okay. Tony won <sighs> last night. It was so incredible. It was one of the best individual games we've ever seen. And I log on Reddit this morning, Reddit Survivor, and I see, I'm not joking, the almost, I see 75% of the front page of Reddit Survivor is is filled with posts that say, let's give it up for the third place finisher. (laughs) This girl kicked ass. This girl played such a, it's, and it's all these Michelle stands. It was Cara Maria-esque. And it was scary to me. And my issue is not with Michelle. My issue is with the people that are making Michelle's game to be something it wasn't. People like you. I said weeks ago, I deserve a pat on the back, motherfucker. What, what I said you, weeks ago. I said weeks ago on Robert's Facebook, and he has since deleted the post, by the uh, way, Robert. Okay, deleted. Right. I said on Robert's deleted. Facebook, I said, at me 
when Michelle is a zero vote finalist. I was unspoiled, completely unspoiled. And I well, said that, that to you, like, Robert, What do you deserve a cookie it. for that? Like, what do you want? Like a fucking deserve, gold star? I fucking watched the game from an unbiased perspective. Okay, so you predicted that and Michelle was going to be at the end. Michelle, so you saw that Michelle was going to be on the end, knock any votes, Mazel Tov. Like, what do you want for that? Listen, I don't think that Tony did, Tony didn't deserve the win. I think people should obviously give him credit where credit is due. Uh, from uh, audience perception, I understand where they're coming from simply because he didn't have an incredible end to the season, but he had an incredible season. And a lot of people, for the most recent thing, is what sticks to in their mind. So if you're going on to Reddit where it's just a mass audience act, not somebody who's like a bunch of educated viewer- viewers, then obviously what they're going to be focusing on is what they just fucking saw. And what they just fucking saw is Natalie kicking ass and Michelle making it to the fucking end. And that's really fucking impressive. And that is something to be proud of. And honestly, every single one of those, every single one of those winners at war respected the fact that those three made it to the final three. They all got up there and clapped. Why can't you clap for them, Zach? Why can't you clap for them? Parvati clapped for them. Why are you better than Parv? Oh, I'm very disappointed in Parv. Very disappointed in Parv. I can't. Parv voting for Nat was unbelievable. Tyson voting for Nat was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was beautiful. It was beautiful i can't clap for them because once again it's just the fan base it it, it this shit ruins it for me i why why can't more people just watch this and fucking see the obvious truths that are in front of us <laughs> why can't they see it and here's the bottom line i a lot of survivor last night was uh, you know i'm not going to get into that i'm going to get into that on a recap i will just say if ben or rob got back in the game on the natalie spot and they were first boot People would be furious. People would be crying. And Maybe. About I don't doubt that there would be a different reaction. I don't doubt that Natalie is a fan favorite for sure, but whatever. Listen, guys, we'll talk more about this on our Survivor recap. That's just a taste of the fire that you're going to see uh, for our finale recap. Just a taste. Survivor. Just a taste. Just and a we taste. Have a- Rebecca, does Nelson have fans? <laughs> you're looking at one. You're we have a few episodes right to recap too, so we'll do like a few of the episodes back all the way through to the finale for Survivor recap. We'll keep you guys posted when that's going to be. All right, let's get into the motherfucking challenge. Erlene says, Zach, why do you let other people's opinions affect you so much? That's a pretty fair statement. Erlene, you're you're straight up, you you bully me all the time. (laughs) That's a beautiful thing to say. I'm just your victim, but Mm. that's a pretty fair statement. I do allow other people's dumb opinions to really affect me. Wow. Dumb, uninformed. Like, I feel That's like we just had so much self growth in this moment right now. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. I'm a very self aware person. It's one Thanks, of my greatest uh, flaws and one of my greatest strengths <laughs> at the same time. Uh, all right, guys, let's get into this oh, challenge. Oh, Robert, I know. Robert's throwing shade. You want to know what? You want to know what? We're going to talk all about that. But I actually saw spoilers for this fucking elimination. So I've been waiting for this all season. And I cannot even imagine how long she's been waiting for this all season to see the hate that she's going to get online. <laughs> I'm so sending you hopefully a meme of Tori getting flung. Okay. Sorry the first thing about Tori is what happened on Instagram. What happened on Instagram? Oh. Tori. oh yeah i forgot wow we've done oh so God, many recaps like we, oh. we've done so many recaps that i forget like what's going on we just <laughs> we're always on air guys i figure we're just talking every day um yeah. okay so tori shared a clip that we posted 
which was fucking phenomenal. It was uh, me and Zach's argument from last week. Truly, completely unprompted. Truly, um, uh, clearly someone sent it to her. Yeah, uh, so I I didn't tag her in it because I didn't want to upset her. I didn't know like I didn't know if that would upset her. Yeah, I don't no know. Like that. I just don't really I don't like tagging them. Like for example, the the wife meme. Like I didn't tag the girls in that because I just don't know what kind of negativity is gonna appear there. So I don't want them to see that if it does appear. Um, but I guess somebody sent it to her, or she does follow us, so she might have seen it herself. Uh, she watched it and she shared it to her story and she posted something fucking phenomenal. I mean, about me phenomenal, you know, like it was really awesome. I felt I just in that moment, I, um, in that moment, it meant a lot because I was worried that some of the things that I said would have upset her as well, but she took it all in the right way. And that really meant a lot to me. And it was like the five sec, five minute clip of us just really going at it about the stretch mark thing. I'm sure you guys remember that from last week. The, the um, thing that sucks about it is that Tori obviously can only post 15 seconds of it on her Instagram story. And it's literally the worst 15 seconds I had. Yeah, you just because it's just it's the beginning, so it's when you're like setting it up, yeah. but it's just yeah, it's yeah. when I say that I can't fucking stand Tori. Yeah, it's 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 literally right at the start, and so she could only share this first 15 <laughs> seconds, but then everybody came to watch it, and you know what? With that came some good press for us because we got a whole lot of people coming and tuning in. And I also, you know, I clarified to her that that wasn't Zach's best light, and that it was probably slightly of a misunderstanding because he's not that stupid. Um, and she ended up posting it to her story and she said, I'm thankful for people like Shawnee standing up for body positivity, blah, 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 which really was wonderful. So we are going to possibly be having her on the podcast soon. We'll keep you guys posted about oh, that. that would be a showdown. Yes, it would. And she's going to come on here and we're probably going to talk mostly about deep stuff as opposed to just the challenge stuff, which is great. That's actually where I like to go with all of our conversations because I think tea is spilled everywhere. We don't always have to spill Michael it here. Michael says Robert sent it to her. <laughs> That's good great. job, Robert. Um, um, <laughs> and um, and yeah. the thing is, the thing is, Tori also has a podcast now. She just launched herself. It's called Tori Dealing With. You guys should all check it out. And she actually really goes in depth on this episode that just happened and uh, how she was dealing with that failure and stuff. And that's all the kind of stuff that we want to talk to her about. Like, that's really... I, I think that she's the, a fucking class act. The way she lost, the way she handles everything, the way she handled that video, uh, the way she responded to me about it on Instagram. Like, honestly, everything that she does, I feel like she handles so well with so much thought and care and consciousness. And I feel like that is so important. And anybody who wants to come on here and fucking shit talk her, you can take <clears throat> your ass somewhere else. I will start talking mad fast. Well, I just want to say two things about that. One uh, of the things that I said... Which, if anybody watches it, they understand, one, first and foremost, I wasn't body shaming at all. I don't ever do that at all, unless it's the CT. And um, God, uh, uh, and two, there's actually, I've actually had a lot of, of the women who were watching that and who have seen that. There, there's been some of them that, that have said to me, like, I really understand where you were coming from. Like, I, I do get it. So uh, I'm happy about that. Who messaged you that? I'm going to need some receipts for that. Oh, there's buy that pe shit there's shit. people in the comments. There's oh. people in the comment section right now who 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 absolutely saw where I was coming from. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Who, I... the other thing is, it definitely puts me in an interesting position if Tori comes on the show. Because what sort of personality, <laughs> like like how do I handle that interview? Because obviously, if, I, if I'm not critical of Tori at all in that interview, people are going to be in the comments calling me a bitch and calling me a fake. No, and but can you be can be that. no, but you can be critical without being an asshole. Like there's such a I big agree. Difference. I think I'll be very respectfully Absolutely. critical to her. I also think that a lot of the criticism stems from just like things that happen on the show as opposed to 
Well, I don't know. I think what you said last week was wrong because I understand that you weren't trying to body shame her. And I understand what you were trying to say that she shouldn't be posting things um, like stretch marks because those are, are uh, meant to be targeted towards plus size audiences. But I think that what you were saying was wrong. Even if other people misunderstood or thought that I was misunderstanding him, I wasn't. I understood exactly what you were trying to say. And I still think that that was wrong. I think that like posting that kind of stuff is important of all sizes, of all women to be able to share that kind of stuff. And I don't think that it's one audience specific. And I feel like that's so crucial. And on top of that, I think something else that has to be noted is that no matter what you were trying to say, the bigger picture here is that men shouldn't even comment on that. Like yeah, you shouldn't I, even I, have I an opinion that on that. Point of it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's also something that I didn't even mention last week because we were so into the actual argument, but that's something that's come up a lot. And I feel like I really agree with that. And, and, you know, to, but, but to my, my downfall here, I don't know if I necessarily am as conscious about me doing that when it comes to guys. And I'm definitely going to try and be more aware of that in the future because I feel like I speak on some guy body issues and things like that where I really shouldn't. I feel like we just should leave those kind of things alone. Like they're not for well, us to I, speak on. There's, there's like a middle ground here though, because of course, like I, have a but... different level, I, I have a different level of sensitivity than people. Like I, 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 I have no problem talking about issues that some people find really sensitive because one, I, I in, in it last week is, is an example. I know how to talk about things like that without saying anything that's blatantly offensive and stupid. I just say it in an offensive way. It's different. Yeah. When, when you really analyze what I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm not saying anything that is out no, now, I know, like I know what you mean. or anything like that. I know what you mean, but the, but the idea last week that like women can't post something because it's not super representative of what you believe the audience is meant to be for that said post. That's like a ridiculous concept. Do you know what I mean? I'm that's a ridiculous a, person. It's you absolutely are a ridiculous person, but it's such a <laughs> nitpicky thing. Like that. Should I'm just a very never nitpicky be, person. <laughs> that should just never be a thing. Like it should just never be. There should never be a time where, yeah, just it just shouldn't be. I just feel like the I feel like the comments were wrong, and I feel like I really just dis disagreed with that. Even though a lot of people thought I was disagreeing with something else, they thought I misunderstood, and I absolutely did not. I just really disagreed with it. Look, I get it. I'm just there's always going to be a part of me that thinks it's funny when Tori's like, "Hey, I got the thick girls here. It's me and Ashley Kelsey." Like, oh wow, <laughs> the thickies. We got the thickies here. Oh my god oh yeah yeah you guys what are we gonna do with him somebody like oh my god oh. let's send you a bag of dicks we did that to michael once you guys <laughs> literally sent like, michael a bag of dicks god, yeah man. no we sent michael a bag of dicks it was the funniest fucking thing it was like a bag of glitter dicks all right shani so i've just gone from <laughs> uh one controversial point to another um <laughs> let's defend my boy nelson get into the episode here oh we'll god that. all right uh, let's get into that upsetting the ladies lately kind of like nelson Corey, i think he nailed it Corey, i absolutely agree with that but you know what if we do have tori on here me and her will put him in his place it'll be quite easy at that point so we'll see how that goes okay post challenge so instead of post elimination like we usually have this episode we had post challenge so we walk into the house the bunker and the holy trinity is having a discussion on what they want to do kayla and nani want jenny to go in uh so that way they can that way she can go against tori and take tori take tori out or have tori take jenny out either way they want one of those bitches out because they're both going to be hard to beat in a final uh nelson <laughs> Nelson, this is where we get the first bit of Nelson, and he's like trying to strategize, thinking he knows things. Honestly, like your boy really was 
a roller coaster this episode. Let me just put it that way. Then we get our first <laughs> screen time of Casey out of a challenger, out of a confessional. She is in the room. She's strategizing with Josh and Tori. And it was just nice to see. Like that was the first clip of Casey we've gotten all fucking season. And it was it was a cool clip to watch i don't know if you guys liked it as much as i did but it was it was refreshing all right it was refreshing then we have anisa and bailey talking about nelson yelling and bailey's uh opening up saying that it was a really emotional day she wasn't herself da 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 da, da. i totally understand what bailey's coming from i have days like that myself let me tell you and uh then we have wes and bananas and they're talking to the holy trinity and <clears throat> they're basically all trying to decide like who they want to go in who they're going to let go in for the house vote. And it seems like they're wanting to maybe flip the house vote against Tori. So they send somebody else in instead. But that plan never seems to come to fruition. And Wes is talking to um, to Jenna and he goes, so if it's physical, you don't want to go in. And if it's a puzzle, you're not going in. So when are you going to go in? <laughs> that moment was priceless. I was like, yeah. yeah, Jenna, at what point are you trying to step up here? Um, And then we it, go into nominations. Yeah. We're about to get to Nelly's part. Uh, Tori's just saying that she Can wants to say... Oh, you can. <laughs> the the Anissa thing, you know, Bailey talking to Anissa and Anissa just being so, oh, just so shaken up. By no, I know. I knew you were going to say this. I had a feeling because I also felt it. I oh, felt it. I was just so shaken up. Like, yo, Anissa, I, I respect you as a legend of the uh... game and being on MTV as long as you've been. Uh, you kind of annoy me sometimes. You, you're, you're, you're a bit of a phony. You know how to put it on. But hey, this is reality TV we're talking about. Uh, Anissa, the person who will cut you with words, was so <laughs> cut by Nelson's words. Wow. Uh, we'll cut you with words. I uh, will always remember that scene forever. Uh, I okay, wish so Anissa would remember it. She should get some of that fire. She was crying all episodes. She's she older now. Like, she's so much older now. You have to remember that. We're, we're, we're going to talk about Anissa. Like, I, got some, I got some more thoughts. Later. I don't feel like you, I feel like you just lose the fire, like, to do that stupid shit as you get older. You just want to live life. You just want to enjoy yourself, you know? You don't yeah, really want to be cutting unless, people. Uh, unless you're Brad. Unless you're going through just a straight up <laughs> midlife crisis. Brad <laughs> cuts people with his eyes. Show. Brad, Anissa cuts people with words. Brad cuts people with his eyes. Let me just say that. Brad's eyes are like a fucking laser beam. They'll cut right through you. Okay, so then we have nominations. Tori basically sends herself in. Everybody votes for Tori. And this is where Nelson is so weird. This guy is crazy. Listen, I'm loving him too in the sense of entertainment, but he needs to like get his shit together. Like his mental state is not having it. I mean, let's be real. Nelson and Nani were the stars of this episode, both absolute grade A entertainment oh, yeah. the oh, entire yeah. way through. But this is just like, I, Nelson reminds me so much of my brother. And I don't mean to insult Noah. Noah, I love you so much. I really do. But you and Nelson are so similar. Like, he'll do something, then he'll apologize, and he'll just do something, then he'll apologize. And it's like, he really means it, and he just doesn't realize what he's doing. And it's just the funniest thing to watch. Like, I just can't even... How did, your brother, how did your brother get Noah? I mean, you, you got Shani, you got Tova. How, what do you how, mean? How they're, all, Noah? they're all different. Well, they're all Hebrew names. It's Tova, Eva, Mia, Noah, and then Shani. Hey. I'd, be, I'd be a little pissed I'm the only if, one if with I was an Noah. I'd be like, yo, Why? you guys could have made my name like a little bit cooler. It could have had like a little more flair on Noah's it. Noah's a very cool name in Hebrew, thank you very much. And it's actually Noah Moshe Yona. So Okay, <laughs> well, the way you just said it's way cooler. <laughs> well, because it's three names. He has got three names. <laughs> they gave him two Hebrew names, even though Noah is also a Hebrew name. Eh, it's weird. Um, okay, so anyways, then we go into this apology, which turns into like the craziest thing. He apologizes to Anissa. And, and, but, but what's confusing to me is he apologizes on the show, but on Twitter, he posts a poll 
of asking if, if asking the audience if they think Anissa threw it. Like he genuinely still thought that she threw it. I mean, that was the most ridiculous thing. I still thing. think she threw it. If you guys didn't see our Twitter recap, check it out. Okay. Those are coming through every single week from Alex Beam. She's Michelle's daughter. She's awesome. And you'll see in there Nelson's poll. And he posted a poll like, did Anissa threw it? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Corey says that hilarious. Alan, Corey says that Alan is saying Nelson may be playing it up for cameras because it wasn't cast the past two seasons. Are you serious, Alan? Are you serious with that take? No, I actually really disagree with that. I think that's that Nelson aw- is... Alan, that's an awful take. I think that Nelson is just Quote crazy. Me. Quote me on that. Awful take. I think he's just having himself like a seriously emotional moment. Like, I really just do. Like, we, um, we see people playing it up for the camera all the time. If you, it, like you, <laughs> you have to be self-aware to play it up for the camera. Nelson is beautifully not self-aware, and that's why yeah, we love I don't, him. I don't know if he's... I don't know. Like, I, I could understand the idea that Nelson is... Uh, playing it up i wouldn't say faking it but i would say like just being ridiculous to be ridiculous you know what i mean trying to embrace all of his charisma that he's got inside anyway then we have then we have nelson uh no then we have kayla standing up for jenna because nelson insinuates that uh basically you know kayla uh sorry jenna Mm -hmm. wants to just go in and go home and blah 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 and like she's gonna make it really easy and like there's no point in in sending her in like whatever like congratulations tori you won and kayla starts standing up for jenna obviously that's her best friend uh, oh obviously let me let me step yeah, in here. Oh, obviously yeah what do yeah you here's mean? here's my thoughts up to this point should kayla not have said anything no up to this is point what kayla said warrant all right go <laughs> up to this point nelson was 100 right in his assessment calling out the girls for the way that they are playing the game which is right after what happened to Jenny, after they gave Jenny a free- Every time he was wrong in the last, when he called out Kayla, he was wrong. He like misunderstood it. Hold on, I'm not not there yet. I'm not there yet. All right, I'm not there yet. (laughs) He was right in his assessment in that moment that it's like you guys, you you girls are giving Tori a free skull. Like, is this how you're going to play? You gave Jenny a free skull. You're going to give Tori a free skull. Totally right. He calls out Jenna, who is walking around the bunker, a hot ass mess with her relationship drama and literally telling people that she's going to quit. Totally right. And then Kayla comes in. This is not the first time Kayla has done this. Kayla is about that drama. You want to talk about somebody who plays it up for the camera. Kayla, I love you, but n- nobody plays it up for the camera more than you do. And you're not like, you're, you're not that big of an actress. Sis. Um, so Kayla steps in. Kayla steps in and she starts she starts clapping. Oh, this is my friend. And she, Kayla's calling out Nelson for having three brain cells kayla come on now dude on kayla's now. got more brain cells than nelson get out of here are you kayla, fucking kidding kayla, me right you, now you you you're street smart but but you and uh, nelson aren't passing your sats come on okay? kayla makes over 300k from a fucking only fan yeah, the woman has... i agree she knows how to make that paper all street right smart has brain cells as well my boy and say that he has three brain cells okay Nelson, Nelson was has, totally right up to that point, and then but Kayla has, had no reason how, to jump in. How has he been right though? Because because Jenna Jenna has been every single time that anything has been asked, Jenna said no. She still wants to stay there. So I don't understand how she, how he's been right. And on top of that, he was said, wrong because Jenna didn't give up. So he was okay. Wrong. He was wrong in hindsight. In that moment, no, his assessment, that, he had every reason to say that. Every but, reason. But just be, but okay. So if he had every right to say that, then Jenna, then Kayla had every right to stand up for Jenna. Why does Kayla have less of a right to stand up for Jenna than Nelson has of a right to call them out? 
That makes no because sense. Ka- because Kayla is the one going along with this. And Jet clearly, not this true. was a smoke that's not where there's, true. This was a where there's smoke, there's fire situation. No, that's fact. Nelson Zach, you can't even admit one, that. Zach, you're wasn't just, the you only can't, one you saying can't. Jenna was, wanted to go home. You Jenna was... Have- you can't say that. You can't say that Nelson has a right to call out Jenna, but Kayla doesn't have a right to defend her friend. He didn't call her out. Yes, he, he did. Didn't. Oh my he god! He, he was like, he was okay. like, okay. Jenna so, pretty much so, is telling everyone she wants to quit. Kay- I feel like you guys Kayla didn't. Kayla call. didn't go. Kayla didn't go at Nelson that crazy either. She only went crazy when Nelson started hurling derogatory, Nelson? absolute insanity towards him towards her. Kayla didn't like go that crazy at first just for Jenna, but then she did because because then she was defending herself because Nelson was going at her. And actually, Look, in the Nelson end, she just went. She ended up getting quiet. He got carried away. He got carried away, and we'll get there. And I don't agree with the things that he said, but up to that point. He was totally right in his assessment, and I'm happy that someone said it because okay, I don't want to see people play like I'll scared. Grant, like, I'll grant uh, like you that. I'll grant you that, but I think it's so unfair to say that Kayla shouldn't have chimed in or Kayla couldn't chime. Like what she did was wrong by chiming in. There's absolutely no nothing wrong with her chiming in. If Nelson can chime in, then so can Kayla. The way that she chimed in, like she is the one who escalated it. She's the one that turned it into a fight. She what? took the offense and she turned it into a fight. Are you kidding 100%. me? You're telling me that what Kayla said to Nelson was more offensive and more agitating and caused the fight versus what Nelson said to Kayla? No, clearly, what Nelson said afterwards clearly, escalated it further. Clearly, no, but what Kayla said was just standing up for her friend. It wasn't like she was trying to take it to a fight level, to that level. Maybe an argument, but not a fucking ridiculous fight. I mean, Nelson took it to ridiculous playing fields. He went what? crazy. You can't, I, agree with, I agree with my boy Coop. Nelson's got the house pressed, all right? You cannot justify... Now, what Nelson did because this whole thing was a whole it was a whole scene it was a whole moment it was a whole discussion you can't say that him saying one part was right because it wasn't he was right up to that point well he ended up being wrong and so he was wrong because it, even if he thought that he was right thinking that you're right and being right are two completely different things you can think that you're right but you can also not be right and he thought he was right but he wasn't right which is a very common theme with Nelson and on top of that I would like to go into some of the things that Nelson said. So Nelson starts going off at Kayla. Why does Kayla always have something to say? Now, at this point, I kind of thought it was funny, but then he goes crazy. Then he goes, go fix your relationship. You're the foulest woman here. Whoa, the fuck. Then he goes into golly. She's still talking. That I thought was hilarious. Please, Nelson, stop. Then you get Kyle saying, let Nelson dig himself a hole for boys day, which I thought was brilliant, Kyle. And that's exactly what I was thinking was was going down. I was like, these boys better let this keep going because he's about to be on the chopping block instead of all of them. Bear then starts chiming in and says, that's the stupidest thing. No, Bear didn't chime in until Nelson said that Kayla got fucked in a in yes, Nelson said, go get fucked in a porta potty again, blah, 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 blah. Like, who's, who's to say, who's to say that didn't stuff, happen? But who's to say that it's Nelson's business to comment on it? That's one thing he has absolutely no right to say. You want to say he has a right to talk on Jenna's on Jenna's role in the game? Fine, that's gameplay oriented. But to talk about Kayla's sex life, to talk about Kayla's relationship, are you kidding me? And on top of that, who the fuck, does he even have a third leg to stand on when it comes to relationship shit? How many women has he cheated on? How many girls is he messaging in DMs nonstop while he's Yo, in fucking relationships? No, stop. he can't dig. He can't dig at somebody else's Lay relationship like that. 
that. Not we get cool. big at a female Don't bring my for doing relationships shit. Into this, all right? Kayla and Don't Bear hadn't even had sex yet at this house. point. Honestly, like the whole thing is just ridiculous. What he said was horrible. And he even realizes what he said was horrible. Nelson is not the type of guy to stand behind these words that he said because they were absolutely disgusting and vile. <laughs> and you can't stand behind them behind them at all because he even fucking apologized for them the next day. Because he whoa, knew whoa, how wrong. So first of all, when I Bear came when Bear came in after the porta potty comment, and he's like, "Oh, oh, hold on, hold on." At first, like Bear ended up being kind of noble in the situation, which was really funny to me. Bear ended up so, being great. Bear but ended at up first, being... when he came in, it was kind of like it was kind of like he heard that Kayla got fucked in a porta potty, and it, it kind of felt like he wanted a little clarification on that. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait, what, what, what you mean, mate? What, what you mean?" Oh, oh yeah, yeah, body. yeah. No, I think he just what... wanted to know. For, he wanted to know for sure where that was coming from. Do you want to know what it is? Bear is obviously, Bear loves jokes, right? But he is not malicious. And we've heard that from a number of people that have come on this show, right? So we've had confirmation on that. He is clearly not a malicious person. So when he sees someone going at somebody else, like there is a level of excitement that we want to see on this show. And I think the cast allows for that. But when it gets that gross, you can tell that it really turns off the rest of the people there. And you want to know something that's actually amazing with this whole thing? That this entire scene, what, what the one highlight for me of this whole part was the fact that the guys were as disgusted as the girls and that made as the women. And that made me yeah. so fucking happy to see because you see all of these guys like just red in the face can't believe what this guy is fucking saying and then grilling him after for what he said and standing up for Kayla after and that was amazing because uh, uh, rewind what 10 years ago none of that shit would have ever happened maybe even five years ago you wouldn't have seen that right you would never have seen that and so I feel like that was one of the uh, silver linings of this whole scene that we got to see and it was pretty awesome like that was pretty awesome watching other guys be like yeah. you can't go at a girl like that you just can't you can't go at a well, fucking female we talked about Bear a couple weeks ago and said like the the reason that that Bear is you know he kind of get he deservedly gets a pass for some of his actions is because mm. he 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 doesn't throw that back on other people like he he he's not a slut shamer in any way and and from what we saw here in this argument like he's very against slut shaming like he, he yeah. did not like to hear that, that's when Nelson really crossed the line is after Kayla left the room and Nelson called her a slut. And then Bear was like, you know, nah, you he crossed the yeah, line long be before, but that was ridiculous. Yeah, that, that, was that, like, that was that was the point where I was like, when he said that, I was like, damn, Nelson, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time like defending you now. I mean, he, he, what do you mean? When he said everything else before, I would hope that you would think that, Zach. Come on, give yourself a higher standard. No, 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 no. I, I knew that he was in the wrong <laughs> in the other parts, but I was like, you know what? I might be able to spin this. I might be able to stand this. <laughs> do some PR work. But, yeah, you yeah, can't. Once, it's, once, this whole thing yeah, is unspinnable. portion. But we, do, I do love Bear's part here, and I think it's awesome because you know Bear knows that he has a, a, some, like he has a bit of responsibility in this situation, right, with Kayla. So if Kayla's gonna get shit about it, like he feels bad to some extent because he knows that he has a big hand in it. If Bear didn't mm-hmm. pursue Kayla, I doubt anything would have happened. You know, it's not like Kayla was jumping on him, kind of a thing. She was just really receptive to his charisma, uh, and so yeah, you know I what? Feel Real like quick, he, he felt that, which was nice. I agree. I want to give a shout out to my boy D Heave. D Heave always in here. We see you. I, I believe Derek, I, I think he's, you remember that, that one challenge page. It's like MTV, the challenge trivia 
or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's his page. Yeah, fantasy that, discussion. That, that page, I'm pretty sure, predates Challenge Fans. That page has been around for Does a long it? time. Yeah, that's one of the pages that I we first that. found when we were like, hey, we, we got to like get in some pages, you know, start interacting with more people, bump the podcast and stuff like that. So I appreciate my man Heave being here and supporting. We yes. see you. I just joined the group, actually. I didn't know you were in that one. You didn't send me that one. Ugh, boy. Um, uh, Zach is acting like a Kara or a, a Kara Stan level right now. We'll defend yeah, good, them no matter what. Arlene from the chat. Wow. You know what, Arlene? I absolutely Ooh. agree with that right now because you were just saying how you could find some, you could find some way to spin Nelson's dirty, vile behavior. You are absolutely a Stan. And right I'm now, doing it with a wink even, and a nod, right though. now, right now. <laughs> okay. A, a, okay, guys, there's a wink and a nod for the audio listeners. Please know that because they won't know that tack and they need to know oh, about shit, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we're doing good on again. downloads this month, guys. So <laughs> yeah, we are. They, thanks guys decent um, amount of people that won't know that all right let's talk about what bear said though this was great so he goes this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard you can't judge her relationship you don't know what happened nelson tries uh re- rebuttaling to that oh so what did happen and it's like nelson shut the fuck up even if you knew what happened you can't talk about it like i was just so annoyed at that point uh and then bear talks i believe you shouldn't just shout at women and say derogatory things it's just rude and it was awesome the way he did it because he also carried himself well in that moment. You know, Bear is a crazy motherfucker and he can scream and get loud, but he realized that this guy is an idiot. He's going crazy. He's not going to stand for it, but he's also not going to lower himself to his level. And he kept calm when he said everything. He was like, that's just wrong. You just can't say that, you know? And I loved his tone. I loved uh, the way that he spoke about it and the way that he defended Kayla. I thought that that was awesome. And so, you know what? Props to Bear for sticking up for the girl. I think that that was just beautiful. And then you have all the guys defending Kayla in this room with Nelson. And I just love it. You know, Nelson, Nelson goes at bear first and he says, I think it's really cute that you stood up for your girl. And then he goes, who cares? She is a slut. Right. And that's when he's like trying to, he's trying to be like, it's cool. Cause I'm with the guys. So I can say it now. And all of the guys were like, Whoa, you going at a girl like that is just so foul. Corey chimes in there. You got worked up, bro. You can't do that. Da da da. And it really was a moment. Like I love that fucking moment. And you know, to watch that after we saw all the gender shit on Survivor from the night before, it was just like, ay ay ay. Everyone was giving me all the feels everywhere. I just thought this was a great. And you know, we have heard from yeah. a few people that the Big Brother guys are really respectful of the of the females in the house. It's so like Fessy and and Swaggy and them and Josh, obviously. So they were the ones who were who were speaking up in that moment. It was cool to see. Um, so a couple things. For first, uh, Deheve says that they started trivia and challenge fans and got told that they couldn't do it and. Uh, Michael's comment echoes my own sentiments. I I bet I know which admin told him that he couldn't do it. Wait, what? He what said, did he say? He, he, he said, said that, that he they tried? originally started doing the trivia in Challenge Fans, but then one of the admins told them that that, that, that they couldn't do it. <laughs> Ooh, I've got I've got a couple ideas on who that was. That's juicy. That's that the tea on that, juicy. people. I'm I'm glad, I'm glad you found your own spot. I love them man. though. We're not about this. We're, we're not. Oh, but you know, we had a funny um story on reality TV fans today. It was great. Somebody thought that it would be fun to come at the admins, but let me just tell you that group is awesome. And if anybody tries to slander the group or any of the admins, just know that they were wrong. Very, 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 very wrong. It was uh, I'm definitely getting uh, getting some hate here in the comments. People not happy with my comments about Michelle, but yes, my defense good. of Nelson. Absolutely um, good. Good, I'm everybody. I'm spinning thank some you. tangled webs. 
<laughs> am I am I good <laughs> enough to to you know make work my way out of it? We'll see. I think because I told Zach that our bad PR was good PR, he's now trying to just you know he's trying to run this. He's Look, trying to run no, this brand now. It's Nelson's cool, Zach. My guy, run with okay? it. Okay, he's my guy this season and beyond. We're gonna get him on the podcast. Just you wait. It's gonna happen uh. eventually. And. <laughs> As I told Zach Cooper in DMs, because you better believe that anytime Nelson's getting that camera time, which he's getting a lot of it, people. Which is all the time. Me and Coop, better believe Three that brains. me and Coop are in the war room. We are in the war room strategizing, and we are talking about our guy, Nelson. We're like, how is Nelson going to work his way out of this? And we both agreed. We said- What kind of what kind of snacks do you guys have in your war room? Well, uh, I'm a big fan of Cheez-Its. Um, <gasps> no way that used to be my favorite snack oh my god shut up yeah. i love cheeses oh yeah Wait, i snack. i throw down on the cheeses all right um, all right i appreciate that you guys he's doing one thing right tonight coops in the comments we see you coop and bottom line is the only way that nelson's going to shut the haters up is the way that he's always shut them up down in purgatory Throw Nelson into an elimination. Um, Who's gonna no, beat I think the way Who's that Nelson, I think the way that Nelson could shut the haters up is if he maybe stops making such ridiculous outbursts of all this insanity and stop. I mean, he's mm -hmm. really like pushing the line here with this craziness. Mm -hmm. But you know, the thing with Nelson is that uh, again, he he's making all these mistakes and then apologizing, so he's obviously just on like an emotional roller coaster. None of this stuff he really actually wants to be doing. These are poor behaviors of him. These are not moments that he stands behind in his life and in his he in his behavior okay? exactly. So, yeah, he apologized. So this isn't him, you know. This is this is crazy in a bunker, Nelson. And crazy in a bunker, Nelson is crazy. Andrew in a does bunker, not Nelson. Jesus. Andrea says that Cheez-Its have a bad aftertaste. However, Andrea does live in Canada and she lives in like far North Canada. So there, uh, there might be differences. You guys might be getting a different Cheez-It manufacturer. Cheez-Its are bomb. You can make Cheez-Its from scratch and they're also so fucking good. Like, oh my I've God. I've got a lot of experience mm. up in mm. Canada and mm. I can tell mm. you that the food selections up there, they have, it's like they have the same stuff that we have down here, but it's like different brands of it. There's, there's Doritos up in Canada. I love Doritos. There's Doritos up in Canada that you can't get here in the States. They're completely different Doritos. They have Mars bars up in Canada. We don't have Mars bars down here anymore. We have, There's just a couple differences. I think we have Mars bars. Do we not? Or is that, Bullshit. do they take them you away? Mars bars. Do they take them away? I feel like we yeah, have go, those forever. Go to 7-Eleven and tell me if you guys have Mars bars out there. I haven't looked in that section in a long time, don't. but all right. Well, you, you know don't. what? I will go to 7-Eleven and I will look that up because now I just feel like I really <laughs> want to go buy some. No, but you know what? I'm going to go buy some other Cheez-Its. They're like these cauliflower versions. Um, Travis puts a great comment in the section right now. He goes, Zach Calhoun, it's your opinion. Shawnee Suisa has an opinion. I have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. If everyone respects each other's opinions, and understands where they are coming from, then we have these great, unique dialogues. And I absolutely love that. That is literally like the mantra of our show. So I think that's phenomenal. Travis, Listen, you know where I stand. I, res I respect opinions that are fully formed I... and people that can back them up. I don't fuck with weak opinions, though. Don't come in here with a weak opinion. Don't and be like, oh, why... I love Michelle, and that's why she's great. I that. don't always respect Zach's opinions because often I think, um, well, not often, but sometimes I think they're completely shitty and unrespectable. But for the most part, I do respect his time and what he has to say. And I will allow him to have opinions because I think everyone's allowed to have their own opinions. But I also think that we're allowed to think some people are wrong. I do think that we're allowed to do that. Well, no, I like so. to have two opinions going up head to head. And in my opinion, uh, one of those opinions is going <laughs> to be better than the other opinions so, we should just change yeah. the podcast to opinions no look i'm I, 
People talk about opinions a lot on Challenge Fans Facebook, and, and I don't want to have to deal with it anymore. Shana's got her opinion. I got my opinion, and usually mine's better. Um, if we did a drinking game right now, like shop for every time we said opinion, you guys would be wasted and at the hospital already. <laughs> guys, we haven't even gotten to the fact that Shani, the biggest Tory deal defender ever that we're talking about an episode in which Tory got smoked in elimination. We haven't even gotten there. We yet, haven't even so. gotten there, you guys. And you know what? I'm going to be a lot going. different in regards to my yeah. person than, yeah, her than girl. Zach is going to be in regards to his fucking personal. My guy's still in the game. I'll at tell least you what. The girl didn't go around yelling such derogatory shit all over the place because she has a head on her shoulders. Okay, so let's go into the fucking post post nominations. This is where Kayla's saying thank you to Bear. They're cuddling. It's cute. I love uh, him playing up his little sensitive side and Kayla makes a great line. She talks about the fact that there's one bear that's loud and obnoxious that everyone knows. And then there's this other bear that's just a normal person, which is great. Um, and then we get to see a photo of Kayla and Mikey and how she felt like they were going down the marriage route. And that's why it was kind of stressing her out, which I actually really understand because pressure is the one thing that really kills me when it comes to relationships. So I feel her in that area. And you know what? I hope Kayla is just handling this well because I cannot imagine what it is like to have to go through all of this in the public eye after you've already gone through this in the private eye and in your private life. So hopefully she's staying strong through all of it. Um, then we go into the night out. We've got Kyle trying to kiss Wes. This was a cute scene. I hope the kiss went through. We didn't get a see. Then we have Casey talking to Nani. And here is what kicks off one of my single most favorite fights in all of challenge history this is beautiful absolutely hilarious if you guys don't like nani you have issues nani looks like a good time nani looks like she is just so much fucking fun like that is the kind of drunk i want around me um nani was fucking obliterated nani was (laughs) i mean i miss it i don't know maybe it's because i'm so cooped up like i've been dying to go out i can't watch people having fun like this it's driving me fucking crazy like i want to be around my drunk friends while they're going nuts and i'm smoking a j like i just i want to see that i want to see stupid people out at the nightclubs i want to see it all i just miss that i crave it i crave it so bad right now and um anyways this is where we start off so casey is talking to nani and what happens is wow my voice just cracked there so casey's talking to nani and um then anisa comes in when nani goes to the bathroom because um because she just sees she sees that Nani is trying to flirt with Casey and she doesn't want Casey's relationship to get ruined. But I really don't understand why Nani has to get involved in this. It seemed really random that she would step in here because it felt like Casey understood that Nani was really drunk and just being stupid. Like it didn't seem yeah, like Casey I don't understand was why do Anissa needed to step in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is typical Anissa. It was just what, so weird. What Anissa is discounting is the fact that, like you just said, Casey was in full control of the situation. Casey, yeah. It's not like Casey was giving into this. This is classic Anissa. I always bring this up. And this is the part of her that irks me because she's sitting here. She wants to sit here and and, and play this character now. Oh, I'm motherly Anissa. Look, I've been around. I've seen these situations play out. Flashback to two year, two and a half years ago when Anissa is like doing the same and more to hook up with Veronica on Dirty 30. Do, do Mm. Do we forget about that? Well, I just think it was weird. Like it made no, I, I really didn't get the sense. And also, if you know Casey, she's a really like, st- the reason why she gets no screen time you can see in this fight is because she's the one who's trying to calm the fight down. She's being rational. She's like, guys, you're just drunk. You know, she didn't want to escalate shit at all. Like she's not about escalation whatsoever. And so for her, for somebody to come in and think like she has to 
save Casey from like a possible relationship ruin is just so weird. I really didn't get that vibe from what we saw. Obviously, we weren't there in person and we don't know exactly what went down. But I mean, I can just imagine like I've been in so many of those kind of situations where someone's super drunk and just like all over me and I'm just I'm fine. Like, leave me alone, you know, but it's not the end of the world. I don't need another friend stepping in and like telling me not to do anything. It's just I don't know. It was just really weird. I felt like she went about it in such a strange way. Then we we cut quickly to this little scene of Bailey and Swaggy where they're like apologizing to uh, Jordan and Tori. And you do hear some really great lines from Swaggy telling Bailey to just like calm down if she needs to yell to pull Swaggy aside and then, you know, yell to him and then go back and rejoin the main group. And so I really did like this little moment that we got into their relationship. It shows they're just so fucking cute together. And then they end up hugging and kissing Jordan and everything is fine, whatever after that. And then we go back to Nani and Casey and this is where things started to get heated up. And, um, and, and, this whole thing just escalated so stupidly because Nani was drunk and Anissa always makes these statements like I would never tell a friend that I wouldn't punch them in the face I've told my friends I'm gonna punch them in the face like why is that it's like it's not even are you she wasn't even being serious and also what kind of a punch is Nani gonna throw like do you know what I mean like what kind of like why are you scared of a drunk floppy nani she's like fucking flopping around she has no arm strength she's not about to wind Look, up nobody is better on this show at copping offense than anisa like nobody acts more offended on this show than anisa that's why she's that's gotten into sure. so much drama with so many people like and she does it in a way where uh, anisa she does have an ability which which i respect because i have it too in a lot of ways where she can she can goad people into saying offensive shit that, that maybe like like they'll they'll regret after the fact that they went they went too far like on bloodlines there's a very uh, uh big argument between Anissa and Kellyanne where Anissa throws her drink on Kellyanne. Wait, did you just talk about the Robin argument? No, not yet. Um, uh, but it's pretty much the same argument that's played. <laughs> Anissa's had that same argument with like three different people. No, because the Robin one I think was more justified. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like she definitely has had those moments. But I also just think that Anissa is one of those people who like. I, I don't know. She has the savior complex, you know. She does. It's on, like this on huge bloodlines, savior complex. On bloodlines, she. I. I don't remember the order that it happened. I'm pretty sure that like she threw a drink on Kellyanne, and then Kellyanne made a comment about her black skin. She said Anissa had black skin or something. Yeah, like it was that. a and weird it, comment. It was. Yeah. I. I know where Anissa and, was coming from, like in that in that moment. But obviously, she did like go a bit crazy. And she did the same thing with Trishel. She got into the same argument with Trishel, where Trishel's asking, like, Anissa, I, I don't know what you are. You say you're so many things. Like, like, are you straight? Yeah, are you but gay? I, th- I think that those kind of comments in retrospect are shitty. Like, I don't think that people should say that kind of stuff. They, I think they it's are. really different. I, 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 I think- agree. I think it's different to some of the shit that she's had on this season right now, like some of these really ridiculously stupid fights to some of those. And you know what? Actually, Zach, maybe that's why she's like that on the challenge, that she's so sensitive, because she has had moments where like people have made legitimately shitty comments. Like, I think Robin's was really horrible. When Robin went at her, I was like, this is just the craziest. This is just gross, you know, bringing up like whether or not she's Jewish or black, like that that whole thing was horrible. So maybe she's had. But in a lot of ways, I do think Anissa goads it. I think Anissa goads this behavior out of people and gets people to say shit that they really shouldn't say and they really regret afterwards. And Anissa engage. It's just a certain way that oh, she engages them. And also, Anissa definitely strikes me as the type of person who I've been known not to like in the past, which is like a one upper. 
do you know do you know the, the one yeah type? i know what you're talking about like people oh well, i've done people, that but better yeah. like yeah you know yeah, people, yeah, oh yeah. wow yeah <laughs> you you've done that before well guess what you know like i'm straight yeah. gay and seven different races so you can't even imagine all the things i've done before and i think that's how she engages so many people in the same fight with her right mm. I do know what you mean by by the fact that she sort of brings on a lot of these fights. She definitely inserts herself in a shit ton of arguments. I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to think back because there was a time when I used to be like that also back when I was younger. And I'm trying to remember what my mindset was when I would just get into every single fight ever possible and every single argument that was available to have, I would have it. And I'm just thinking of those times. And I feel like that's kind of a lot of what Anissa does on this show. Like there was literally no reason for her to go talk to Casey. I mean, there was no reason. Like, it was so strange. I really wish we could see the raw footage because I want to know what led up to that. And was yeah. Anissa drunk too or was just Nani drunk? I think it was just Nani. Uh, uh, Derek said in the comments that he thinks he heard something along the way that, like, Anissa's good friends with uh, Casey's girlfriend, apparently. So maybe that's, like, one oh, maybe that's of why. That, that we're not I mean, I... And- yeah. That that would actually make more sense to why she would like feel like she could jump in. But I just really yeah. feel like there, I don't know. Cause where, where I come from relationships are relationships because people trust each other. So like you can be friends with guys and go out without your girlfriend or boyfriend around. Like that's really, that's the culture that I come from. So to see people who are really wound tight around this kind of stuff is different for me. And I just don't get it as much. There's so much more jealousy and, shit that I just am not used to and so I feel like maybe that's where this also stems from is that mm. you know Anissa is just being more protective whereas like Casey's just more chill and her girlfriend knows that it's going to be fine you know she's not going to do anything. Just to, just to reiterate um, I, like obviously the things that Kellyanne and Robin and Trishel have said to Anissa they're not right and they're, they're like Anissa has every, <laughs> every right in the world <laughs> I am to be offended by them I'm just saying I think there is some common thread that ties them together and that Anissa has gotten mm. like that same type of confrontation with so many different people you know like Anissa's not the oh only, no yeah for sure Anissa's I not agree like the that. only black girl or black guy yeah, yeah. or person of color on the show right and but yeah, she's yeah. always gotten in that same conversation with people so I, I don't know what I don't know what spurns that well, I feel like with, I do agree. I feel like Anissa picks a lot of fights. You know, she does, she definitely picks a lot of fights. Like she, she instigates a lot of shit. But and she then, instigated aggressively. She instigates yeah. it with like these subtle comments that will make people go crazy kind of. And thing. then we have this fight where she's just straight up playing victim and she's just crying while blacked out Nani is like doing her best Laurel impression. I her. do not know why she was taking what Nani was saying seriously. How can you take what Nani was saying that drunk state seriously? Like it was fucking ridiculous and honestly really hilarious. So Nani ends up lunging at, um, or I can't, I can't even remember who lunged at who. It was hard to see. Anissa said Nani lunged at her, but you couldn't really tell from the frame mm-hmm. that, that was happening. Uh, but basically one of them was saying that like they should lower the trash rate down or Anissa was saying that to Nani. Then Nani goes at Anissa and then they start breaking up the fight. Kyle had a, a phenomenal facial expression during one of these fight moments. You guys have to go check that out if you haven't seen it in the episode. It was just like a kid in a candy store. Um, and and then you have Anissa at the end, like just re- like talking about how um how like she would never she would never do that to a friend i would never lay my hands on a friend she just she just grabbed me blah 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 and i'm like dude she grabbed you like she didn't do anything else like have you hugged a friend before because a hug and a grab are seriously so fucking similar you know what i mean like it was just really weird anyways the fight continues back at the house so we go back to the house it's like the after party time this is where it just goes like into straight legend 
absolutely this is where it becomes pasta level fight right okay we have nani <laughs> with her cup of noodles we get melissa's confessional oh, talking oh about God. this whole thing Mich- michelle's comment just reminded me be- before we we do this at the bar when kyle got involved yo what the fuck was kyle wearing at the bar kyle was wearing i can't even see white button down there like a uh, there were no buttons on it it was like it wasn't even a v it was like a it was like an n it was like an n neck and it was tucked oh. into his fucking pants <laughs> he was going full uh. tuck in with his crazy white yeah, Jordy, non-button Jordy's shirt love, was it like a really was it really open like a crazy ass yeah it was like it was like down to his belly button open they, that's the style there Jordy Jordy's love that they love that shit that, that was that was a out. whack <laughs> that that was a whacked out, uh, whacked out outfit choice by Kyle doing the full tuck in. To I need to go watch jeans. the outfit now. I yeah. need to go watch the outfit now. Um, okay, so then we go back to the house. This is Nani with her cup of noodles. This was amazing, and you have Nani and Jenna sitting in that like room where the fire extinguisher happened, and Jenna handling Nani drunk is the most amazing moment. Again, so much nostalgia for when I party with my friends. Like I miss it so much. Watching this shit is just giving me such FOMO of being fucking out with my friends. This is exactly how I would handle my yeah. friends as well. Like Jenna is trying to talk to yeah, Nani. I was and Nani's just like, stop too. blowing it up. I was always yep. the babysitter. Yep. And Nani's getting mad at Jenna. Like, you're no, don't say it. Then do say it. And it's just the funniest thing. And then Jenna's like, no, okay. And they just... Oh my God. This was just classic best friends drunk. They both know how to deal with each other, but one of them is wasted and it's just fucking priceless. I absolutely loved it so much. Oh, this is great. Pizzagate, pasta gate, noodle gate. That is great. <laughs> that is perfect. See, fights about food are the best fucking fights. Like, let me just tell you fights about food reign supreme because that is the shit that matters, you guys. That is the shit that matters. Uh, so then we have Anissa walking into the room, which was really weird because the fight was oh, o- like the fight was over. Anissa didn't have to come into the room at this point either. Anissa comes into the room and she's like, "Grow the fuck up," which is funny because an adult like Anissa, who is claiming to be grown up, should have not walked into the room. Don't tell someone to grow the fuck up while you're doing something yes, that's right. not grown up. Do you know what I mean? Like, just go to your that's bedroom. What, yeah, that is so. Just go to your bedroom. Anissa. So then we have Kyle um, in his confessional, and I loved Kyle here. He's like, I actually love Crazy Nani. And I, I mean, same, Kyle. Fucking same. Crazy Nani. This Nani is unbelievable. First of all, she <laughs> went to challenge the last episode. Now she's queen of entertainment. Nani is killing it. Killing it across the board. Then we Nani. have Nani start yelling that she has more money than Anissa. That was the funniest mm-hmm. thing ever. And, and right like, here, <laughs> this is where Nani... Right here, she's something I don't love, but still is. But (laughs) this is this is something that we need to highlight here. Nani makes a reference to Anissa being a stripper. Yeah, taking off her clothes, making money. Nani's like, I've never had to take off clothes to make money before, but that's hilarious because you do realize all of Nani's friends. I have OnlyFans accounts. (laughs) That's a great point. Um, In in terms of the Anissa side of it, so Anissa makes some comment like, you know, I made some mistakes long ago in the past or whatever anissa you know, lives stripping in isn't area. bad stripping is good no money. it's not it's it's right. not i just I, I, I like the, i like the tea of it all so i'm gonna be gossipy about it anissa <laughs> lives in the philadelphia area which is where i live and it is a pretty well-known fact that as recently as let's say the last two three years uh anissa was still working in the clubs around here was um, she yeah like she was like work like people i'm pretty sure she was working at delilah's which is like pretty really big time club. yeah pretty big time strip club 
I wonder uh, if right, um, right off of Columbus Boulevard. If she was like properly stripping now, or if she was doing like that shit that they that in that movie. What was that movie with the J Lo? Oh, Hustlers. Yeah, Hustlers. If she was like one of the older women, just taking everybody under their wing, making money everywhere else. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then she was she was working at the club proper, as as far as as far as I know. Um, and I think that's how she was like paying to go to school, like because she, she was she was going to school the last couple of years as well. Oh, um, what was she studying? I didn't know I, that. I, I have no idea, but you know, you know, no shame, no shame in your game, Anissa. But it it did crack me up a little bit when Nani was, you know, getting getting real, oh. calling Anissa a straight up stripper on the show. I that. just thought it was so funny when she said that, just because literally her best friends have OnlyFans, and I was just like, this is just so, this is hilarious, Nani. You realize what you're saying? Anyways, Nani was so wasted at this at this point. Nani starts screaming about more money than you, blah blah blah, and then she starts going into your corny. Now Marie has been rubbing off mm. on Nani big we time talk because about Marie. Nani started screaming, "You're corny! I'll take my noodles and throw them at you! You're corny! You're corny!" And I was like, "I was like, Marie, is that you? Is that you <laughs> over there? Wow, your hair is so dark! Like honestly, I was so confused." Uh, and then this is when Nani takes her cup of noodles and fucking flings it with some of the worst aim I've ever seen. She just tosses it like upright in like a lob and it just falls on the floor. And you know how they're like the noodles formed the inside of the cup so well, the shape. They mm-hmm. literally stayed in the shape outside of the cup. They were they were <laughs> intact. They were in the fucking shape. It was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And then Nani like falls backwards because she's so fucking <laughs> drunk. She's like on with the mats. And Bailey comes in with a hilarious confessional. It's funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. You can't write this shit. And then Anissa starts getting all sensitive, saying, I would never do that to my best friend. Yeah. You would never throw noodles on your best friend. Like, that's sad. I've literally thrown noodles on my best friend. Me and my friend Annie, we used to do this thing where this is getting um possibly a little rated r for the people who are watching with their children since apparently that's a fucking thing uh but when me and my friend are tripping we like to eat spaghetti this is like i'm like obsessed with eating spaghetti when i'm tripping because it's the funniest fucking food it's the most activity full food if you have a kid give them spaghetti you can play with it it's so much fun so i used to take spaghetti it's also my friend's favorite food and i would just toss it at her and then i'd let it stick to her face and i'd be like it's ready it's ready (laughs) (laughs) that shit's hilarious like why why would you not throw a noodle at your best friend why is that not okay like it makes no sense to me why is that such a bad Uh, thing she's so sensitive her back is turned she's crying it was just so insane and nani is just nani was killing it I, i i was so entertained by nani here She's throwing a couple noodles. We're talking about Beautiful. noodles. I'm honestly like, once we're done here, I'm probably gonna have to go eat a couple noodles. I think <laughs> I, I would have to go to Wawa and get one though. I don't think I have any. At, oh my at, god, Wawa! Fessy uh, was showing off his car in a Wawa. I saw that. Lot. Somebody Apparently said that, that was, to like, me. Controversial. Can't believe he's showing it off in a Wawa's parking lot. I don't. What's the big deal? I, I mean, it was a super Wawa. He was at the pump. Come on, what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Sonny trying to act like she knows about Wawa out there on the east, on the west. I don't coast know about Wawa for shit. I just and, know Wawa and, to me is Wawa. Yeah, where's where's my Wawa people at? I know we got a couple in the comments. Where, where's my uh, northeasterners at? <laughs> Honestly, it was just so weird. Like I really feel like Anissa just in this moment. But that's what that's why I was wondering if she was drunk too, because I felt like maybe she was wasted here so she was upset that nani threw the noodles because that's the only way i could see someone being upset that somebody threw noodles and barely even hit them i mean i don't even think nani oh shit <laughs> yeah we got rebecca in the comments she says she's from bucks county 
Woo! <laughs> I don't know I'm what that means, my, but... I'm from Montgomery County. I'm, I'm right next to you. She, hey. probably lives in, she, probably, she probably lives in, like, Doylestown. Maybe, maybe she's out there in Jamison. Where you at, Rebecca? <laughs> what's, what's so good about Wawa's? It's like... Um, they have a gas station at this place? It's like a gas station and a... Well, there's a Wawa, which it originally was, and then it upgraded into a Super Wawa. And a Super Wawa is a bigger store with a deli counter and with a gas station. But then all the Wawa's got uh, deli counters. Wawa's like a full... Wawa is just like a like a convenience store. It's not like it's, a grocery store. It's like store. a convenience store on crack. It's, it's, and, it's, and they're <laughs> everywhere. So it's, it's nice. full service. You go there, you get gas, you can get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, they got the pre-made oh, stuff wow. and then they got the deli counter stuff that they make fresh. But then you got all the convenience store stuff. You know, you got the racks of of uh, of uh, baked goods and candy and drinks and chips. And, you know, it, know it's tradition like it. around here where if it's, you know, 1130 at night on a Friday or a Saturday and you're like, well, fuck, man, I need a snack run. You go to Wawa. And you always got to judge people on on their, their snack choices. Like I, we always respect people <laughs> who make like great, you know, way like way out of left field oh my god i wasn't expecting that great snack choice man like i, I always give it up for someone what what what's like a crazy snack choice that you've seen that you've really respected in the past few years okay so like past few years. you know everybody's got their own thing at wawa everybody's kind of got that so i remember my buddy used to do he would get a wawa pretzel they'll, they'll make pre- they'll make pretzels fresh at the store depending on what time you get them they're not so fresh and he would he'd get like a cup of marinara sauce with it. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to eat this pretzel. I'm going to dip it in the marinara sauce. I'm like, shit, man, that's pretty awesome. Props okay, to I've got, you. So I've now got I a, do that. I've got like a, a fun snack for you. So I don't eat this anymore, but like I might. I don't know, maybe. But at, at like really crazy parties when I'm super, super hungry, something that I've always craved, like nature parties and shit, is um, a panini with cream cheese, mozzarella, Nutella. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and mm. then just like in a baguette and then panini press and it's so fucking good i forget what other cheese they had there that one time that i added in i think it was like a gruyere or something but anyways that's a fucking crazy ass snack but i really don't recommend eating it i would die now if i ate that a pretzel and mozzarella is not bad i'm kind of a i'm a purist with pretzels though cinnamon sugar that's the way that is the yeah, way cinnamon sugar pretzels are great mm. yo earring says so quick weird. trip earring what is quick trip come on I feel sorry for you, for you, Sconsonites. Quick Trip. Oh my goodness! It's called Quick Trip. We well, we have like Seven Eleven. I don't know if we have any like decked out convenience stores in LA. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Wawa's got like full on like hoagies. They'll, they'll they'll do something called Hoagie Fest, and it's like you get you know like five dollars. Like, like our Whole Foods. Like I don't know. We we go to restaurants if we're feeling. Rebecca says, "Oh, Rebecca was from Yardley." So she's like Bucks County, closer to Philadelphia, though, like closer to the city. Bucks Godly. County, Bucks County is is exactly what I imagine, like the name of a county for some sort of like Friday Night Lights remake. You know what I mean? Like that's like exactly what Bucks I imagine. County like, like Bucks County is very interesting. Bucks County with like football. I feel like they've got a big football team. I feel like they've got like you know they've got two rival football high school team kind of things in Bucks County. Well, there was a there was actually a wow. It's funny you mention this. What I'm sure people it? are so thrilled, so interested in this conversation. There was a big <laughs> football rivalry gauging. around here between two schools. One school from my area where I went to high school is called North Penn. And then there was another school called CD West. And they were from Bucks County. And their rivalry was so intense that it was actually featured on ESPN back in the day. Ooh. Yeah, they did like a, they did, they picked my high school out to like film them. That's cool. Leading up to the match. And uh, the, the coaches at the two schools were a father and son. 
So the coach at my um, <laughs> the, co- the coach at my school at North Penn, he Thank now coaches God. for the Green Bay Packers. His name's his name's Mike Petton, and he's no way. De- that's a yeah. big deal. Yeah, he's their defensive. I know that team. They must be big. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I know the team name, then they're big. Yes. Yeah. He's their defensive coordinator and he yeah. coached at my school and he was featured on ESPN. Uh, Bucks County is interesting. It's like uh, there's very wealthy people that live there, but then it's also like a little backwoodsy. Um, mm. They love uh, they love Don Trump in Bucks County. That's do, all do I'll they, say. Do they? They that love is Don. all I'll say. And, and Marie loves huge Don, Trump too. Don fans. Huge all, Don that, fans. I, I'm a little, uh, did, so speaking of Marie, <laughs> did, did you see the Marie? anisa chef jess no. twitter fight all right let's talk about this because this is the perfect time to to interject this fight i didn't understand what was going on with this fight was it related to the fight on the show was it related to anisa and nani like i don't yes that, yeah so, so that then carried marie on just, yeah so then maria just started going at anisa on twitter and then jess <laughs> I mean, got that's involved. great that's great i love you know marie is wonderful if anybody knows where she got her pink um jean jacket from please let me know uh marie's great she was definitely chiming in there chef jess came in i didn't realize chef jess and anisa were friends <laughs> and um, then, yeah then marie called her chef which was really funny i, I that was fucking that. hilarious I, i've been a little down on marie after some things that she was liking on twitter but uh she she made it up she's to me by, up. by calling yeah by calling her chef yeah she's picking back up uh check that fight out for sure that's definitely a good one you guys want to check out Okay, so then we have the morning after. This is Nelson's Apology Tour 5.0. This guy is going to be apologizing all season. I know it. I don't mind it. Keep apologizing, Nelson. He's uh, talking to Kayla, saying, sorry, shouldn't have done that, blah, 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 whatever. Then Nani's crying to Anissa. I love this moment. Oh, my God. This whole this just capped off a great fight for me. Like, well, here's, moment, here's the other big thing. This was, Nani crying. for me, this was the big music moment of the week. So earlier in the episode, they played uh, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet, which, you know, so-so. It wasn't quite the era that they've been playing music. I think that's like 05, 04, 05. But here, in this music cue, Nani wakes up, and they start playing Everybody Hurts by R.E.M., uh, oh, which yeah. is, which is uh, <laughs> early 90s and it was a perfect music cue perfect music cue and Nani is Nani is tearful realizing everything that happened when she was near blacked out the night before oh, uh, it was hilarious. great I remember that I love that song um and then Anissa is like talking about how it's hard to bond because she's so much older but this is where I didn't understand why her behavior last night like she could have avoided this whole fight and if she was older she would have avoided this whole fight or at least she was acting older. So it's just weird. I also do get where she's coming from. The fact that she's not like friendly with everyone as much because she feels just a lot older than them and can't relate as much, which is, you know, I get that. But, you know, maybe that's why the challenge is made for younger fucking people. I want 20 year olds on the show, 21 year olds. I want them to be fresh. Yeah. Don't know how to handle their alcohol. I want more people like Nani. You know what I mean? That's what I want. I want young yeah, Nani. Nani is, uh, Nani's really timeless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, I want- she proved last night that she still has her fastball. I want college-age Nani's, but yeah, I do agree. Nani is fucking timeless with this shit. So then we get the tribunal. They nominate D, Kayla, and Big T. I really didn't understand why Big T wasn't chosen to go in, um, or at least wasn't uh, Jordan's bigger choice to go in. I felt like that was the smarter option for Tori to go against, but he does throw in there that he wants Big T just in case. Anyways, D is super pissed. Obviously, she doesn't want to have to go back in there and then potentially lose when she already has a red skull. That makes sense. This Jordan versus D standoff when they're in the tribunal room is hilarious. D looks so good with crimped hair like this. These waves. Yeah. My God. So hot this whole episode. This episode was about hair, by the way. There's so much unbelievable hair this whole fucking episode. Tori's braids and the elimination. I mean, seriously, there was like unreal hair all throughout. 
Um, then we have Kayla coming in there. Her tribunal meeting is really simple, really easy. She's just like, yeah, put me in there. Maybe if I want to go in, we'll see. I don't know. I want the option. <laughs> then you have Big T. She comes in there and she gives a pretty decent argument as to why she shouldn't go in. She's an easy option. Save me for when you guys want to go in. Why would you give me to, Cor- uh, to Tori? Big T starts crying, which was really fucking cute. She was just overwhelmed. She's scared. She doesn't want to go in. It's not her time yet. All that. All of that emotional stuff that comes up when somebody isn't used to you know being put on the spot in these kind of settings uh and then we get the jenna zach phone call now after our interview with zahida i find it hard to believe that this is exactly what's happening with these jenna and zach phone calls like it's really weird the whole thing is really weird Mm. that it went from this to they're engaged right after the season kind of a thing you know what i mean I just feel like it was some sort of big misunderstanding, like something really just a complete misunderstanding. Zach starts yelling at Jenna, you cheated on me. And then Jenna's like, well, I'm trying to make money. We have a house now. And then Zach goes berserk. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a house. I have a house. And I don't know. I swear also, I'm um, I swear unre- he was smiling. Unrelated possibly to this, depending on who you believe. Uh, there, uh, We have talked about the rumors that are, that have been confirmed that Jen and I think Corey have hooked up at some point. Yeah, but, but I think it's not about Corey. Like, I think that's false. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. I saw that Kayla said that. However, I thought it was really funny on the challenge Instagram. They were doing Trivia Tuesday. And one of their trivia questions was, how many cast members this season is Corey hooked up with? And the answer was <laughs> two, referring to Kayla and Anissa. And I saw that immediately. I was like, well, that's that's not Three? that's not entirely accurate i mean um, sure he's probably hooked up with more Corey's. Um... yeah yeah Cor- Corey. um cory does work yeah Corey does he work. does he's a slag so, yeah he's a sl- he's a slag 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 uh so then we have zach smiling in this which i swear he was smiling in this i don't know i just saw him i feel like he was smiling it was weird and then they hang up jenna goes to tell the girls what's happening she tells him that zach is like holding the engagement hostage until jenna comes back so it's this ultimatum either come home and we'll figure it out and we'll still maybe get engaged or don't come home and i'm not proposing to you which is just like so beyond stupid so i'm glad jenna did not take that beautiful offer from zach like what a stupid fucking thing to say we didn't even know if that's fully true though i don't know exactly what's going on in zach's head but i think that there's so much more to this story especially after this heat interview then we get- um question i don't know if carlito's still in here does zach have have big dick energy little dick energy um i don't know i, I kind of feel like it's big dick energy i i kind of like, like he's, he's got he's got all all the insecurity but like he's just he, he has jenna so pulled in i feel like he's got big dick energy because he's just like he doesn't give a fuck when he's acting like this sometimes uh, there's a carefree well, nature to it we should tell zach to start an only fans we can find out then <laughs> <laughs> awesome, d and wes awesome are uh, are strategizing and they're talking and d um oh d also looked so good here d looked hot this whole episode like she fucking was on fire yeah. um and d was telling wes what jordan said in the tribunal and you see wes saying that he created a monster he's got to tone d down now blah 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 which was cool. And then we get into purgatory and it took forever to get to purgatory. I wasn't sure when we were going to get here, but luckily the episode was so good. I didn't give a shit. Then, then we have Nani walking right into purgatory. And the first thing she says is, Nope, not doing it. 
as she sees these giant rams, ramps and wheelbarrows, which by the way, woo, what a stupid moment in my life. This was one of those crazy realizations. I was today's years old when I found that when I found out that a wheel barrel is actually a wheel barrow. Oh, that's funny. I thought it was bear roll my whole fucking life until I wrote it down in my goddamn episode notes. That's fucking funny. What it was. I could not believe it. We all have phrases like, like that. Um, oh my god, that was a bad one though because I've actually used wheelbarrows in the past. Like a couple, like, a couple things to address in the comments. Uh, Macy wants to know where she can find our Zahida interview. Macy, you can find the live for it on our page. And the podcast version will be getting uploaded soon. No, it's already uploaded. Oh, po- Zahida. Okay. Podcast Zahida, upload you can you up. can just go to saniacpodcast.com and go to the podcast section. It's right there. You'll have the Zahida um, interview there. You'll have the link to the Facebook, the embed there, and you'll have all the audio links as well. You can hit over to our um, either our iTunes feed, any of the podcast platform feeds. You can find them all there. And ju- the Jenny interview is also up as well. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend. And the Cyrus interview will be going up soon, which was fucking awesome. Uh, oh my god! Everybody thought it was. Yeah, we will have that up soon. Everybody thought it was Barrel too. See, this is crazy. A lot Honestly, of people are saying uh, little dick energy when it comes to Zach. Um, yeah, a lot of people are shook. I see this. A lot of people are shook on the wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow. I honestly could not believe it. Can you believe the challenge has taught me this tonight, you guys? See, this is why I watch the show for these small educational Let me give you like one this. that's similar. Um, for me, before I got into the industry that I work in now a couple years ago, I always assumed that a sump pump was a sun pump. Just because the a way s- people always said it. A sun pump. But it's a What's- sump pump. A sump pump? What do you, yes. what even is that? A sump pump? You guys sump. don't have sump pumps in in California? Uh, you guys must. Had do, to... do you guys not have basements in California? Uh, actually, yeah, we don't have basements at all. Okay, so but a also, sump pump. Since we're we did, idiots like, up here know. in the Northeast, and we decided to build, you know, basements in areas that flood. When you get water in your basement, a sump pump is something that controls the water flowing into your basement so that your basement doesn't flood. But oh, well, you know, our garage floods a lot. We should get one of those. Oh, the Andrew f- thought it was a sub pump. Well, <laughs> sub- submersible pump, th- those are different. There, there's a couple different, yeah. All right, guys. So then we have um, then we have Jenna sending herself in. She's just like, I'm going to volunteer. I'm going down there. It's an en- It looks like an endurance uh, elimination. So Jenna feels very confident, which obviously she's a beast at these kind of things. Uh, Tori's hair, her braids. Oh, my God. Beautiful, stunning, absolutely everything and more. Then we have the elimination called Dust to Dust. They have to run down this ramp to a pile of bricks and pick up one brick or however many bricks and bring it up the ramp to a grate where they smash it making debris fall through the grate and into a wheelbarrow. Now, <laughs> they let take me say the this. wheelbarrow to a bin. First to fill their bin with the red line to the red line wins. I gotta say this before Greg Holcomb says anything in the comments. I feel like what I'm oh, about to say okay. is is the kind of random thing that he would appreciate. Uh, this is the second elimination we've seen Tori in that involves ramps, involves vert ramps. And she lost both of them. Thank you. Which one was the other ramp one? I don't remember. Her and Derek against Joss and Sylvia on Final Reckoning. They had the they had the, the oh, ramps yeah. that they had to run up and down. Uh, this Derek. is similar. And Tori is 0-2 in the ramp eliminations. Greg, that one was for you, my friend. Yes, she is 0-2 in ramp eliminations. God, this is going to be a horrible segment to recap. Okay, so then we have... 
Then we have Jenna breaking the bricks uh, very well. She gets the technique down. Pat right away. She's fucking killing it. Um, and, you know, this is kind of like a similar workout that I do sometimes where you have the weighted balls, like those big ass. I forget what they're fucking called. You know, the like squishy ones. They're huge yeah. and heavy. Where you just you do the squats with them and then you lift it up and then you whoosh, slam it down. This yes. is kind of like that. So this is essentially that in a workout, but with bricks. Jenna is crushing these little things. Tori's trying to put little pieces through the grate, which is obviously a horrible strategy because the yeah, speed that you can good. do that in yeah. is not very efficient. Jordan starts yelling like I've never seen him yell in my life. This was crazy. He is so invested. I will not lie. I was definitely crying at the end of this thing. Uh, he then moves over to her side because he's he's standing with the tribunal at first. Then he moves over to be able to yell to be able to yell louder to Tori so she could actually hear. And Tori seems to not get the technique right away, but she does seem to catch on a pretty quick, like pretty quickly. They make it, they edit it out to seem like it was a lot longer than it really was. But you can tell once they show the first few shots of the the bins and where they were full at that she ends up catching on at a reasonable pace, but she makes a few very big fatal mistakes throughout the elimination where she could have really won it. So the first one was when she was taking her time, putting the pieces through, not getting the uh, the technique. The second was when she was on her knees trying to slam them as opposed to on her feet. A lot more power on your feet. And then the third was the times when she was going to bring the wheelbarrow to the bin before it was properly full. So she was wasting trips as opposed to being more efficient, taking bigger trips and less of them. And so I do think that those were... Um, those were the biggest mistakes in her elimination game. This, you know, this elimination easily for sure. And had she not done those, I feel like she would have won. She would have won. If she had not made those huge mistakes, then she definitely would have won. I think a lot of that came down to the fact that she looked stressed. She looked fucking stressed. She wasn't taking a breath. She wasn't stopping to figure out what's the strategy I want to use. It must be very difficult, but I do always, uh, these these always remind me of that elimination, that final elimination where Camilla beats Jenna and Kayla. And both of them do not take a second to breathe and look over at Camilla to see what strategy is working. And so I feel like Tori kind of has a similar moment in this. But mind you, she did catch up. And considering she made so many fucking mistakes, she didn't do bad at all. This was a sick elimination, visually speaking. I absolutely loved watching it. I thought it was a great design. And the crowd was crazy we got to talk about how insane the crowd was watching this they made this so much more um electrified like it was nuts they were screaming when they thought that they had they went at one point thinking it was their last turns with their wheelbarrows they both dumped in at the bins and it wasn't enough they both had to go back and everybody was going nuts i mean just absolute ape shit it was wild it was wild i thought this elimination was so cool best elimination of the season hands down not that there was much competition there this was awesome (laughs) it had it had shades of a couple different eliminations right you had shades of eliminations and dailies we've seen in the past where it's like okay destroy this room right destroy this room put everything through the the shoot you know you think back to mike versus steven on bloodlines Mm. um you think back to way back to inferno one the kendall leah brick carrying mission um, or a brick carrying elimination. Uh, I thought it was awesome. It was physical. It really tested both competitors. I was laughing back there a couple of minutes ago because I, 
Greg, Greg has a way in the comments of saying just these, these really absurd things that at the same time are just, they're, they're, they're just like so on point. And it really makes me laugh when you're talking about Jordan. And Greg says, I'm surprised that Jordan didn't pull a Dario and run all the way down there. <laughs> Reference, referencing Dario costing what his did... brother the elimination on bloodlines when he, when he, he runs into to oh, yeah. and it was, before the elimination was, was over. That was really funny to me for some reason, Greg. Thank you. I, I was I was really laughing at that. Um, man, there's a there's a lot we could we could go with here. I also agree, and I think Greg said this as well that Jenna really rocked this elimination with with no guidance. It's not like she had Kayla and Nani telling her proper brick breaking protocol. She was. I really, think that was better. Yeah, she. I, think I agree. She was really just I, out there. No, but I think it's. It. I think it was. I think it ended up being. Um, like Jenna was a lot more focused because she didn't have somebody yelling directly what to do. I feel like Jordan's directions yeah. really frazzled Tori, but I also think that Tori was frazzled from the start. Apparently they pushed off the elimination a day. Um, so there was already that. And I feel like when you have so much more time to let your mind sit with things, it lets you get stressed out. You know, you build up like the stress for it. So I don't know if she went in there as, um clear-headed as i think some people thought she did she has a great episode about this on her podcast i feel like you guys should all listen to it talking about her loss a really crazy thing is the fact that the night that they lost that tori lost that elimination was the night they aired her win in hall brawl against jenny oh wow so and it wasn't supposed to happen that way because they pushed it off a day so they pushed it off a day they ended up pushing it off so her loss ended up being on the exact same day which is really fucking insane when you think about it yeah that's uh, but crazy. definitely her episode you'll, she talks all about it and about her failure there and how she deals with failure in general and how important it is and i do think that she lost amazingly here she was such a fucking class act she handled this loss so well so much better than i think that's a lot really of people you go to absolutely that's how you she get your hand- rocks off good sportsmanship she absolutely handled the loss well she that's, absolutely did but i stand out to me i, I wasn't like oh whew. Thank God Tori's taking this loss so well. I was just, I was Did she like, take the loss poorly? I what? was just like, wow, fucking Jenna really came out and smoked this thing. Okay, but are I you guess saying I should expect this from someone who wanted Michelle to get votes last night. Are you I saying that Tori this. took the loss poorly? Are you saying no, that? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying it just didn't stand. I'm sure she took it well. It just didn't stand out to me as something that, that was like in the moment, like something that I really needed to see. I, I was more so focused on Jenna. I was like, Jenna fucking rocked this. I, we I'm see really everybody's impressed. post-elimination interviews. We see everybody's post-elimination reactions when they lose. That's true. Why are you, why is Tori any different? It's she's not. I don't know. I maybe I I was still thinking about the Anisa Nani fight and I just missed it. Maybe I was shook and I I just I just missed it. I don't know what to tell you, Shani. I thought that she did great. She gave props to Jenna, mad props to Jenna. She she her hug with Jordan was like so fucking emotional. Oh my god, honestly. That like, was, was just, wild. Yeah, what, I what cried. We, Jordan cried, runs cried, down. Cried. He was so intense like just throughout that whole thing. It it was a side of, it was a degree that we've never seen Jordan's intensity dialed up to. We know Jordan, he's intense, we know how locked in he is. Cuz he's not emotionally invested with himself like he is with Tori. With Tori it's someone that he like really fucking cares about, right? Do you feel and like he himself, crossed the line with with how intense he got? No, I think that was just his emotion and I don't think that he meant it to be in a way that was um negative to Tori at the end when he runs down there and he was like all upset i feel like tori when she said don't make me feel bad he understood that she was interpreting his actions as 
as him trying to make her feel bad. So right away, he's like, no, you did great. You did great. Like, just hug me. You know, like he was just so he had just so much emotion. And I, you know, they know each other so well. They're so close. She obviously understood what was going on there. Like Jordan cares so much about her. This was so hard for him to watch. Jordan takes his own losses better than this. You know what I mean? When he lost against Bananas, it was it was not like this, right? And that was like yeah. fucking super embarrassing. I mean, for him Jordan, it was a very jarring image. Jordan runs down there looking like a straight up hobo. Love you, Jordan. We 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 know that fashion game you roll with. He's got he's got like a hobo, an orange hobo hat on, and he's got the ripped up shirt. <laughs> but then he's great. got like twenty seven rings on his finger. He's got multiple pinky rings on. One That's of which the LA Tori's style. In, one right? of which we like tears. We like tears. So he he like takes his clothing. teeth and he bites. He he you know pulls Tori's engagement ring yeah, off his pinky and puts it on her finger. And as as uh, as Greg said in the comments, Greg's fucking killing me right now. Jordan taking the ring off his maybe Brad and Tori flashbacks. Ew. He is of course referencing the duel too when when Tori threw her. They're so her much ring better than Brad. Brad. When Tori so threw her ring at Brad. Oh God. They're so much better than Brad and Tori. No, okay? quit it. Get out of here. Stop it the better tour deal baby um oh, listen this moment mm. was beautiful this moment was beautiful i loved watching it obviously he cares so much about her something else that i feel like really weighs on tori in the house though is just the fact that there's so much pressure to win for jordan too you know like there that's a lot of pressure on her i feel like she did a lot better when she didn't have that kind of pressure when you look at her dirty 30 performance like she did so good because she felt very at ease she felt like she was just going in there to just do it you know to just perform to do her best to kill it and i feel like now there's all of this stress there's so much stress and you know what she said something that was great on her podcast which is the fact that something her dad said to her which is that people don't watch the nfl their favorite nfl team because they expect them to win every single season or their favorite player they watch it because they want to watch the battle they're watching the games they're into the sport you know and so for people to come on and to be so critical of people win or lose it's like imagine if nelson lost right now right imagine if nelson lost and everybody shat on Nelson nonstop yeah, for his one really, loss. Really dragging right? Melly. No, but imagine that. Seriously, imagine if Nelson lost in a pretty close fucking a limb, neck and neck, seconds away from winning. He loses and everybody starts ripping on him that he's not good. He's overrated. He's this. He's that. He's blah, blah, blah. It's like such a stressful position to be in. These people are put in such a stressful position. I can't imagine what it must feel like for them to lose in the moment and have to go through all that and then have to wait months and months and months knowing the whole world is about to see it on tv and they're all gonna give you shit about it because that's the way that the, the fucking tv audience works i mean could you just think about the, the level of stress that would cause in someone that would make me freak out that's something that would be so hard to handle i can't imagine what people go through with that like someone like bananas has had to deal with that so many times you know and he, he probably has a thick fucking skin for this kind of shit you really have to develop a strength unlike most other people have to develop in order to cope with that so you know what? I feel bad for all of them for having to be put in this kind of pressure point of a situation, but I think Tori did great. Like TJ said, this is not something that she'd be disappointed with. It was a great performance. And if she just tightens up her game and she gains more confidence in herself and she just improves in her athleticism, every single ounce that she can and comes back to the next season, I think she will do great. Shani, um, I think I've done a really good job letting you an unabashed Tori deal stand 
Uh, yeah, Zach, what do you think about Tori? I'm going to kill you. So right you now. said you said everything you had to say. I, I did a great job of letting you just get all of those feelings out of your system. I know you shed some tears probably when you saw her lose. I absolutely shed tears. I made sure to put my mascara on after I watched it. Let's talk about Tori from my perspective, people. You guys know what I've uh, had to say about Tori in the past, about her oh, as, a, as a competitor. First thing, I really like what Michelle says. Tori was way too confident, and that's on her. She counted out Jenna as a competitor. And then as soon as she loses... She starts calling Jenna the Barbie beast. I agree with that. I agree you that Tori said it was, was right that Nelson counted Jenna out as a competitor. Why is it right for Nelson he to did. count Jenna out as a competitor, but it's not right for Tori to count Jenna as a competitor? Tori Why? was very, very confident this season, right? She was very confident and she let that overconfidence week after week ruin her game. And then she goes in and she finds out the hardest lesson. And this is the truth. If you yes, she learned a lesson like that, like it, it, there are very few people who who can consistently pull off and win elimination after elimination after elimination. And Tori acted like she was one of those persons, one of those people. She has not yet proven to be that person yet. And this was a big win for Jenna. Jenna was called the Barbie Beast. She earned a reputation after her first couple seasons, and. Over the last couple seasons, she has lost that reputation and she's gotten away from this dominant, like she had dominant stats after her first few seasons. And people said, well, it's kind of inflated. She really hasn't gone up against good competition. And those things had merit to it. And Jenna has really struggled since then. But now she bounces back with her biggest elimination win ever. She beats Tori one-on-one in a very physical uh, kind of elimination. She was motivated. She went out there and she fucking rocked it. And this really shows how hard it is to rate challengers because so many people watching the show who are uninformed, which as we've discussed, there are many, they apply, um, uh, they apply this, this thought process that, um, uh, uh, God, I'm trying to think of the name for it where it's like, if, if this person, you know, beat this other person, then that means that they're automatically better than the person that the other person beat. And, and that's just not, that's just not the way the transitive property, the transitive yeah. property, I believe is what it is. Yeah, that is not the way that it works. You know, way, if, if obviously, yeah, like people, people will say they said it on the challenge bandness bracket. They said, well, you know, this person's already beaten this person in elimination. Yeah, what do you, what's your, I don't understand what you're trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that Jenna has lost a couple of eliminations to people. I don't have a record in front of me right now, but I'm sure people. She lost have... to Kayla and mm-hmm. she lost to Jimmy. Okay. No. So Kayla is a perfect example. Jenna lost an elimination to Kayla I was trying to tie it into Tori somehow, but you know, it's, it's like saying, you know, people, they take these things and they say, well, no, this person couldn't possibly beat this other person in elimination. I mean, we've already seen them lose to so-and-so or this person will, we've already seen this person beat so-and-so. There's no way that they're going to lose elimination. It just shows you that it's like the, any given Sunday principle, you get down there and if you're like, you could fucking lose. And, and people, people act like, but but, People but then, act like the, the Tories and the Caras and the CTs are invincible, but you see why people shouldn't like play that, a scared though. game. People should nobody not acts, play a scared game. Nobody acts like that whatsoever. And what does that have to do with not playing a scared game? Because wouldn't if they were bad at eliminations? You're saying that eliminations are so um, volatile that you never know what's going to happen on the day of. Everybody could lose and everybody could win, right? Is what you're saying. So why wouldn't 
And why are you also saying that people shouldn't play a scared game? Because if the truth about elimination is that it's so volatile, wouldn't you, wouldn't people want to play a scared game in order to avoid those because they are so volatile? I because just think people, the, great the players people can that, lose. The people that really prove themselves are the ones who they're not trying to pick and choose their matchup. They will go in there and they will come out successful. And there's a couple people that are able to do that. And Tori, she really wanted to get a red skull and she wanted to do it under optimal circumstances. She okay, thought so that she could capitalize really good... on Jenna or she wanted to take on Big T or she wanted yes, to take on Yes, she thought Jenna. exactly what you said was okay for Nelson to think. You said it was well, fine Nelson, for Nelson to think uh, it. So Nelson's, I don't know why it wasn't fine for, for Tori Nelson's to think it. Nelson's nearly unbeatable in eliminations. Nelson will go up against anyone he doesn't give a But that's not, that's not at all what I'm saying. You completely supported Nelson saying and thinking that Jenna wanted to just go home. So I don't know why you can't support Tori thinking that. Anyways, Lauren's comment is great. I want to read it out. It wasn't that Tori was overconfident. She just understood that everyone had to go in. You couldn't escape elimination this season. Tori wanted her chance to go in. That's not overconfident. It's just facing the inevitable. And that's actually the truth. Like her wanting to go in so hard was not necessarily her thinking like she can beat every single person. She never said that. She actually wanted an easy elimination. She kept saying she wanted to go up against someone she thought that she could beat. That's why she wanted to go up against Jen in the first elimination. That's why she wanted to go up against Jenna right now because she thought she was checked out. And no point did Tori say, I'm the greatest ever and I'm going to go up against the greatest ever in this house. No, she wanted a red skull and she wanted a chance to go in there early because historically, a lot of the eliminations are easier earlier in the season and she knew that. So I don't see it Tori, as I, uh, I really actually agree with Lauren's comment here. Tori took a big L here. Um, I'm not going to say whether or not she's underrated, overrated or any of that. I'm just going to say that once again, like I was about Survivor 40 in this situation, I'm right. Tori couldn't hang and big props to Jenna for bouncing back. And uh, I'm interested to see where the show moves. Whoa, forward whoa, whoa. Tori couldn't hang, but she was seconds away from winning. How does that make any sense? How is Jenna Barbie beast? How is Jenna Barbie Beast winning one second before, but Tori can't hang? Obviously, Tori can hang. She hung in. She was two seconds away from winning. That makes no sense. Look, maybe, maybe you line. and I being East Coasters and West Coasters have diff have a different interpretation of the phrase couldn't hang. I just, you know, <laughs> she lost. The way she that lost. can hang means to me is that that they can't even they can't even like partake in it because they're so weak. Like it would have had to have been a blowout for they can't hang. Tori can hang, all right? She just didn't win. Now, Shaoling has a really good point. She also says that Tori is just a confident person in life and that's so much of her energy. And that's absolutely true. If you are somebody who's so invested in personal growth, self-growth, development, constantly making yourself a better person, I can guarantee you, you wake up with this, with this confidence that you exude 24 seven. And that's something that Tori for sure has. Cause she's always working on that kind of stuff. So you know what? She's a confident person in real life, but I really don't think that she was by any means like cocky in this. Uh, she does admit on her podcast though, that she probably had too many balls volunteering to go into elimination this early. Uh, and that she should have waited till she was in a, a tribunal to be able to control her fate herself and see if she wanted to do the elimination when she got there. Um, I think so the the last thing we really need to say about this before my uh, laptop dies because I forgot to plug it in for the podcast <laughs> is that is that um, there is a beautiful symmetry to this. Jordan obviously volunteered himself famously for the Johnny Bananas elimination to face Johnny Bananas in free agents, True. and he lost. It's Jordan's only elimination elimination loss to date. Uh, Tori, she volunteered herself for this elimination. She, she wanted to go in. She wanted that red skull and she did unfortunately come up short. She lost and she's going home. And I do think this is a very interesting angle 
for the show right now because what's been really tough the last couple seasons is watching the power couples play together the whole time. Paulie and mm. Cara were together the whole time. Jordan and Tori were together the whole time. Neither of them had to lose the other. And now we are in the and Cam early, and Leroy were together yep, the whole time. Yep, we haven't seen anybody early separated. Stages of the game. Jordan has lost Tori. Where does he go from here? I'm mm. very interested in that point. I want to see what happens from, from here. I'm very well, invested right now. We leave off the episode with Corey saying something similar to that and the fact that this really shakes up the game. So we'll see how this happens, uh, how this plays out the rest of the season, what happens with Jordan. He's obviously going to be uh, on the minority side, the numbers-wise. So we'll find out. Yeah. The previous T looked great. We get a double elimination. Big T looks like she gets sick. I'm really sad. Hopefully she feels better. And you get Nelson and Kyle fighting, which will obviously be great. I'm sure Nelson will have an apology tour around 1 million on the next episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can check out all of our awesome interviews that we've done. We had Jenny, Zahida, and Sai since the last time we fucking did a recap. That's right, people. Three entire interviews since our last recap. So you got Jenny's audio, you got Zahida's audio all on the feeds, and then you will have Sai's audio sometime this weekend. We will keep The stories that Cyrus told, the stories Cyrus that Cyrus told were, were so good. And I guarantee you that he said some stuff. I know he's done a couple interviews lately. He, I guarantee you he said stuff in this podcast that, that you haven't heard him say on other interviews. So listen to those and listen to ours. Absolutely. I also have some un, uh, unreleased clips from Cyrus's first episode with me. So I'll probably be releasing those as well at some point. I'll keep you guys posted how it goes. Check us out, saniacpodcast.com. Follow us at Suisa at ZCal77, and at saniacpodcast on all of the platforms. We're also Tony on Reddit right now. We're killing Reddit. If you guys are on Reddit, let us know. I'm really liking Reddit. Yeah. yeah you guys I'm, are good, I'm good people over there. Reddit, so. Good, good. I, I'm not. I'm. Not, I like yeah. the challenge right now. It's. It's better. Sure. It's nicer. I'm good with it. <laughs> See you guys. All right, guys. Bye.